Welcome to The Business Grind, where we give you an inside perspective on what it takes to start, build, and run a successful business. Here are your hosts, Danny Shaw and Sean Michael Wellington. All right. Hello to everyone in podcast land today. Thanks for joining us. Sean, how you feeling? Feeling good and ready to do another movie review. All right. Yes, indeed. Indeed. I'm, I'm looking forward to discussing this. All right, so in today's episode, we're going to discuss the movie Lionheart, uh, share our thoughts, some key takeaways, and discuss, you know, what parts resonated with us as usual, and all that good stuff for to, for today's episode, right? Yeah, so this uh, Lionheart's a business movie um, about a, a family company in Nigeria, right? Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm it's a lot, it, it's a, well, let's, 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 let's step back a bit and, uh, give a, a synopsis a proper synopsis right <laughs> he said mm-hmm. yo it's a business movie in nigeria um it is a nigerian film uh produced by and oh god i'm about to butcher some names hold on a minute uh mm-hmm. produced by chenny onwu Omong benu and directed by genevieve naji right so those uh that's the producer and that is the director and the director is also the star of the movie as well Oh, okay, so that's uh, Shanae is how it's pronounced then, if that's the same star. Oh, okay. The, yeah, because the, I saw it too. I was like, oh, it's spelled Chinny, but it's pronounced Shanae. Oh, oh yeah. now, okay. that, no, but, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, not, don't, don't, don't look at me for any Oh, here we go. No, no, after but no, <laughs> Shanae is the is the producer, uh, Genevieve is the director and the, oh, okay. and the uh, star, and um, she also wrote, was one of the writers on the movie as well, so yes. Uh, so yes, it is a Nigerian drama. Drama. I kind of feel like it's a dramedy because I found a lot of parts of the movie humorous and funny to me. Uh, but yes, so it's, um, it was released in 2018. It was acquired by Netflix. It won a few awards and um, f- film festivals. And it's available uh, on Netflix for everybody to watch if you care to after we give our review, right? So... Well, as you were saying, Sean, uh, how did you describe the plot? I was saying it was basically a family company, uh, and you could good word you use drama. Yeah, it was mm. a, a family company drama. It's basically you know, kind of the uh, well, well, we'll get into the specifics, but basically the drama of like succession when you know the main mm-hmm. figurehead moves on or mm-hmm. or retires or whatever. Right. So. All right. So that's your take, and it's funny because I didn't necessarily take it as that, and we'll get into that in a second. So. Uh, as a general starting point, just for the audience, right? I guess we can say it's the story of um, a Diz- a Dizzy, right? And mm-hmm. that's the main character, the daughter, uh, who wants to like take over the the we call it a trucking company or the bus company, uh, for yeah, her transportation yeah. company, yeah. a busing company mm-hmm. yeah. for her father, who's the chief. Uh, he's not able to run the company anymore due to health issues, right? And then what happens is her father, however, asks his brother, who is her uncle, uh, to take his place. And then, you know, uh, a, di- a Daisy and her uncle named God's Will, which I love that name. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, love, I, love that. I love that name of the movie. You know, they work together to save the company from debt, as well as uh, corporate takeovers from a, another businessman, Igwe Pascal, who also was uh, quite entertaining as well, right? Uh, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's just get into it. Right. So first, first off the out the gate, what what did you think before we get into the business details and lessons from the movie? What did you think of the movie overall? 
Um, I thought the movie started off a little a little funny. I was like, wait, where are we going with, with this film? With the opening, I wasn't sure where we were going. But um, it actually, you know, once they started getting into the um, uh, the the main problem for the business, that's when I started getting uh, interested. I was uh, invested in how they would solve it. So I like I like the movie. All right, so just so the audience is aware, like, what was the opening scene that had you like, hold on there now? I don't know. It was just very um, <laughs> Captain Phillips esque, where you had like a bunch of like angry men banging on the bus like you know what i mean and they right. had like weapons i don't know i didn't know what was going on it was but i think you know as you realize what it's about it was like you know a, um labor dispute right, I guess, right right it was a labor dispute so. yeah but it was a very violent labor dispute <laughs> yeah and it wasn't like graphic there was no blood or anything but it was just a, like a chaotic violent scene yeah right, so right, you're just right. like wait what like people so. yeah 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 so that definitely did set it off kind of crazy you know but um but these, this is how labor disputes happen. You know, I think right. we, sometimes we, we like to think, you know, we're so far removed from labor strikes or, or violent labor strikes, you know, but these things still happen and not just in other countries here in, in the United States as well. So, yeah. yeah, and I don't want to get ahead, but one thing I do want to mention, I think that's like key things to the plot maybe mm-hmm. is that um, this transportation company is one of two companies bidding for like this big uh i don't know if it was necessarily a government contract but it's a it's a contract yeah. this big contract coming up it so. was it was a state uh contract so i had i state did a little okay. did, a, did a little dig in the lagos uh bus rapid transit system so they were trying to get a contract with them okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so so the move uh so you said you enjoyed the movie right yeah. um I'm gonna tell you right now. This was a guilty pleasure for me. I was into, really? I was entertained watching this movie. This was, this I was cracking up. Um, you know, it it was a good movie and it was a business movie. But I think the the added flavor of the Nigerian culture and and the seasoning of it. You know what I mean? Uh, it kind of had little elements of what's those um what's those Nigerian movies? Those like the dramedy. Like what is what do they call those series? The, like the Beyonce and the, yeah, I, I don't know if there was a name for them. But yeah, yeah, no, I they have like they have about. certain movies that's like the the um the uh the Beyonce series and the Rihanna series. That these are the actual names of some of those movies, not like right Beyonce and the Rihanna we know. Yeah, you know what I mean. So um, I was entertained. Like I'm just watching it, cracking up at some of the scenes. I even had it. I had the dubs. I had the subtitles on it to make sure I wasn't missing no jokes or anything like that. Um, so I enjoyed it just as a general movie. That was one. But then, as you said, the story, it was a good movie overall, like regardless of if you went to business or not. Right. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you in terms of like the culture. That's what kind of uh, locked me in is uh, the, um, Nigerian culture and those in the inside jokes and right. the sayings. Cause I also watched it with the captions too. Right. Right. I would have right. missed a lot of stuff, but yeah, right, I agree. Right. Right. And I'm, you know, I'm not even going to sit here and try to front like I'm some expert on Nigerian culture because I am not. I mean, you know, it would be it would be very short sighted to be like, I got a lot of Nigerian friends and stuff like that. But that still don't mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, nah, but by context, you know, like there was this one and I'm not going to remember the exact phrase, but there was this one instance where it was like, you know, if the soup is warm and the bread is good, then eat the meal or whatever. Yeah. You, say, you know what I mean? Like, so. Oh, see, now we, we already jumping it because there was a few lines in that movie that I was feeling, especially by the father in the end of the movie. So we'll get to that yeah. as well. Um, I will say I have I have been to Nigeria uh, before. 
so it, it's, it's, it's been a while ago since I've been there, but it was just kind of from the scenery and some of the shots and things like that. It was good to kind of see some of the, the uh, familiar shots that I had recognized when I was over there as well. So uh, overall, I just enjoyed the movie. But now let's get into the the, the details, the business and, and the plot of the movie, right? Okay. So, yep. so there's two rival companies. There's all two rival. Co- there's two rival companies. It's uh, the 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 uh, company that's run by uh, Adeze and her, and the chief, right? Lionheart. Yep. Yes. That's so. That's Lionheart. And oh, I really, I just want to make sure I'm not miss. It's a Adeze, right? I, I don't. You all can't right. Ask I'm gonna go. Now. With I, I'm not the expert <laughs> anymore. I just know Shanae. That's it. All right. We're gonna, I'm, I want. I'm gonna say Adeze. And that's Lionheart, and that's the company with her and her father, right? And then you have the rival company that is um, run by Pascal. Now, I don't recall the name of Pascal's bus company at the at the moment. They but, mentioned it really early in the movie. Yeah. I don't recall either. All right. So they how the movie set starts us, start us off is that, you know, like we said, Lionheart bus company, there were some labor issues, and we didn't really know what was going on. It was, you know, a dispute about money. Then we come to realize that both companies are bidding for a contract with uh, Lagos for a transportation type of contract and so forth. Now, early on in the movie, I think we've all seen these type of movies. Uh, you know, the, we it was very clear to see who was going to be the um, the bad guy within the Lionheart company, who who was jockeying for position and stuff like that, right? So. It wasn't like it came as a big surprise or revelation. So early on, we see that there's a meeting with the father, uh, the chief of Lionheart, father, the daughter, uh, his board of directors, and then there is one gentleman, and his name really escapes me right now. He was uh, like the head of engineering, though, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to see if I can. Kalu, Kalu. His name was Kalu. Okay, so yeah, he was like the villain inside the Lionheart company. And you can tell he was jogging for position. He didn't really want the daughter to be in charge or any of that type of stuff out the gate. So they're looking at, there was a meeting where they was looking at the uh, the presentation that they were going to present uh, to make their bid. And that was happening. And you could just see, even he was sitting in the daughter's seat. You know, he was trying to start the meeting without her. You know what I mean? Like, it was early on, you could tell he had no... He didn't really think highly of the daughter. Um, and so that was that. And then we see Pascal, the rival, he's out, you know, trying to do his thing as well, competing for the contract in a bit as well. But then what happens, uh, and keep me honest here, Sean, uh, the chief, the father and, and the chief, uh, the head of Lionheart, he caught like a, had a heart attack or something like that, right? Yeah, they weren't specific about whatever right. uh, ailment he had, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was something that took him out. He had to, you know, take a break from the company because um, yeah. it was putting too much stress on his body. Mm-hmm. And so then, uh, when that happened, when this, when that happened, and he wasn't able to run the company, there was, you know, he had to name who was going to be uh, head of the company moving forward. Now, I believe Kalu, who was the head of engineering, he had thought he was going to be the one and the daughter, uh, his daughter, uh, Adeze, that, you know, she would be named the head of the company. The father pulled the switcheroo and named his brother (laughs) as the head of the company, right? Now, I don't know, Sean, that that surprised me. 
um, the brother was not a, at least from what I'm gathering from the movie, he wasn't like on the board of directors. You know, he he just kind of came out of nowhere, would you say? Yeah, definitely. He was not like established as a part of. They already they really did a good job of establishing. All right, there's clearly some sort of tension or rivalry between you know the head of engineering and daughter. They're both fighting for that spot. Right. And yeah, he kind of was just an X factor. Um, he just yeah. rolled through. He just rolled through. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I was I was I was amused by that. Uh, so he comes through, and he's he's running the company now. Now I will say to the credit of the the flow of the movie. You know, it's not like he didn't come in with, at least the way I I took it. It's not like he came in with his own agenda and he was trying to take over. And like he seemed like he was trying to keep things moving, even if his way of managing a company is not manners that I would agree with. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He kind of came in and didn't have an agenda, like you said. Yeah, he just was like, okay, I'll sit wherever. I'll sit in the middle so I can observe yeah. everything and. Yeah. There, so. there was some things he was trying to, like he, what did he uh, institute? Like morning prayers and spiritual morning, morning devotion, morning yep, devotions and that. spiritual singings. So you know he was trying to invoke those things, but in regards to the actual business itself, he he ain't really have a plan. He was just like, I'm here, I'm I'm here, you know. But I don't know where we're going with the direction of the company, right? So that was going on, and then. While the father is sick, um, you know, and the news of him being sick spreads and, and it's all on the news and so forth. You have the rival Pascal. Pascal was saying a lot of, you know, a lot of nasty work at, at the news conference and stuff. You know, just saying things like at the slip of the tongue, you know, my condolences, even though the chief was not dead. You know, just real... Real, real corny stuff, you know, to the news. Yeah, I mean, Chief even suspected that, yeah, he paid those reporters to, like, you know, tee him up for some of these questions so that, right, you know. Right, 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 right. Uh, so that was, that was, that was very whack. So right now, so what you have happening is, obviously, you still have the issue of who's going to get this contract, but you also got the issue of who's running, you know, how the direction of Lion, the Lionheart company is going and if they can even survive and be uh, competitive against uh, Pascal's uh, company, right? And then there's another wrench that's thrown into the situation is that we find out that Lionheart is essentially bankrupt or going bankrupt, yeah? Yeah, they're in massive debt, really. Yeah, yeah they're about to default. They're, they're, yeah, so they're in, in trouble because of... Uh, the dad, the the chief, he massively over leveraged them mm-hmm. um, because of this potential contract. He mm-hmm. purchased a bunch of uh, buses that, you know, um, if that contract comes through, the, they'll have the capacity to, you know, uh, handle that that new contract. But he kind of bet on that happening using right. these loans beforehand. Exactly, exactly. And then he didn't tell anybody. I think so. That was the thing. You know, he he starts. He puts his brother in charge. He has his daughter as second in, in command and X, Y, and Z. But he didn't really disclose all the finances. So then, the bank starts knocking on the doors and like, hold on, we got, hold on, we got these, you know, loans that got to be paid and, and X, Y, and Z, and we don't know what's going on, right? So that adds, you know, obviously more conflict to the scenario. So not just trying to compete for this contract. Now they're going to other banks and trying to figure out what options and what solutions they may have in order to either get an extension on a loan or get another loan to pay off this loan, right? 
Right. And there was one thing I want to ask you about, um, cause I'm not, I don't know if you had any insight, um, cause I'm unfamiliar with it. So how they discovered that they were in so much debt, right? Cause you, like you said, he didn't tell the board or his daughter right. um, or the uncle coming in, mm-hmm. how they found out was there was an external auditor coming yeah. that they met with who, who basically broke that news to them. So like, um, that's like kind of a new concept for me. I'm not familiar with an external auditor, auditor or the the purpose or rationale behind getting one. If you're not, I guess maybe if you're selling your company, but it didn't seem like they were in that position. So I'm curious if you have any like you know insight well, on that, like well, why they would have one and what they do. Well, I think this. I will say this. You know, for the sake of the movie and, and the sake of cultural uh, competency, I just chalked it up to me not knowing everything about the Nigerian banking system. Uh, in the financial system, right? Like, we could say over here, why would that happen? The stuff that I do know about, you know, business and, and, and doing business in Nigeria, I know enough to know that I don't know. So either it's Nigerian Hollywood and they just added that element to it, right? Or there may be some regulations going on over there that causes for these type of scenarios to happen. Okay, that, yeah. That, that's yeah. what I chalked it up to, to be quite honest. That was it. Okay, yeah, because because that part was like, yeah, but like it, it probably is something that you know I wouldn't be privy to. That's what it felt like. Right, right. So I just left it at that. Um, or as I like to say, sometimes things is just thrown into the movie to move the plot line along. Right, like, we just needed that. We just need to know that they weren't dead. So right, we just there. had to. We did. We had. They, somebody. We had to know that they weren't dead. How do we find out? external auditor so take your take your pick whatever whatever gets your brain to accept it to move forward with the storyline right um so okay so where were we um trying to we just kind of talking about uh you, you had mentioned that they were close to bankruptcy so that's uh, the uncles walking into that situation right right so now they're they are like under the de- under the time um under pressure to get this um debt cleared or, or, or a new loan or something. So then we, the movie direction takes us down their path to try to get this figured out. The uncle and um, uh, Adazay, I'm sorry. Uh, the trials and tribulations that they go through to try to get this loan. They start meeting with other people, which to me, I mean, it's not a funny situation, but the circumstances that they were in... <laughs> Uh, trying to get these loans, I was, you know, I was amused by it. It, it was one scenario where they went to a bank to try to get a loan, and apparently all the banks know that Lionheart is about to go bankrupt in X amount of days, so nobody wants to give them any money. And then they go to one bank, uh, the uncle and his niece, and I guess the bank teller, he's basically he's propositioning for a bribe of some sort in order to approve the loan, and his proposition was basically to sleep with the niece. The uncle punches him, and they go to jail, right? And they're in jail, and while they're in jail, if I'm not mistaken, they had another meeting to be at while they were in jail, right, Sean? Yeah, so uh, this is all kind of the plot of right. uh, that evil company yeah, yeah, um, yeah. who wants to check o- take over. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, so essentially... They got arrested because that one of those bankers who was in cahoots with them, like mm-hmm. he called right before they came to the office. Right, right. He uh, propositioned her. And um, so, yeah, and then uh, just backing up one second to like, so it seems like they both went into the debt situation with a plan, right? So um, the uncle, he was like, oh, there's this company in the South that wants to expand. Mm-hmm. And they are, they look like they would be a good merger, uh, merger option. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, I thought it was funny. I don't know if you caught this, but... 
the daughter was like, yeah, I got this three-point plan that's going to get us out perfectly. Mm-hmm. And it was like, all right, step one, you try to get extension on the loans. And then I never heard the rest of the steps. So I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if you call what the rest were. But yeah, I, I don't think I that was that all part. the meetings they went to. They tried to get an extension on the loan and they got declined. So. Got it, got it. I might have missed that. I, I know they... I I know they went to jail for punch for the uncle punching the banker, which also if we really want to talk about it, I don't know why the niece went to jail because she didn't hit anybody. It was the uncle that punched the banker. He should have yeah, only been the one. <laughs> so they both went to jail, and then they're stuck in the jail while there's a potential while there's a meeting for a potential partner taking place, and they had to get out to go to the jail. I was amused. Like it was then it got real comedic. You know they had to swap out who was in the jail cell so that when the chief of the police came back to the cell, he saw a man and a woman, but he didn't check to see if it was the same people who got arrested. That was a bit ridiculous. Um, then there was another meeting, correct, Sean? With um... Yeah, there were, I think there was uh, two bankers and then, uh, or three actually, one, and they got two that they declined extensions and then one they were trying to get a new loan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the one where he punched him in the face. Right. Mentioned. Right, and then there was another meeting with like a music artist, I believe. I believe he was. Like, oh yes. So yeah. then, then they she came up with another. Yeah, that was one of her contacts. So right. they exhausted the banking options and the loan options. So they went. She she something inspired her and remembered that she uh, knew somebody who maybe would have, um, I guess, loaned them the a portion of the money or invest in the portion of the money. Right. 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 Was right, her plan. right. Right. So uh, he's a musician of some sort, and you know. I mean, he was also trying to woo her at the same time, and she was just like, "Bro, I just, I just need. I'm here for business." Now, this is where I also got, I think, another one of those scenarios where I kind of got a little lost in the plot. Uh, the uncle started wandering on the land, on the premise of the property. Yeah, he got distracted by uh, a <laughs> suit, and he just kind of followed her. And yeah. Then- shady business deal going down. He so, happened upon that, yeah. Yeah, so while on the premises of this music artist, and, you know, he had all these models and so forth, he stumbles upon another business deal that's going down. And it's about, it's a, it's a transportation deal of some sort as well. And what happened was uh, they were running a scam on one gentleman. And he didn't know because he didn't speak uh, Igbo. Um, which is one uh, Nigerian language, um, one of many Nigerian languages. So he didn't speak that language, and they were talking in a language, basically talking about how they were going to scam that man. And uh, the uncle stumbled in on the deal and told the man, hey, you, they're, they're trying to scam you, because this other man was from Nigeria, but from a different uh, part of Nigeria and spoke a different native language. So once he messed up that whole deal, they was about to beat up the uncle, but then the niece saved the uncle, and then that was that, right? And then you kind of never hear about it again until like a few, uh, a little bit later on in the movie, right? So, all right, so three meetings, one with a musician. Those three meetings don't really go anywhere. And then it, it kind of just feels like all options is kind of spent at this point. And then we see that Pascal makes an offer for the company and here we go. Who's the gentleman again? Kalu from early in the movie. Obviously, he's, you know, partnering with Pascal for a takeover of some sort, right? And he got the board members uh, on board to go through with the meeting and the deal. Of course, they still got X amount of days left before this happens. But now it just feels like everything is crushing and closing in on them, right? Mm-hmm. 
And then, as with all these type of movies, they get a Hail Mary, right? <laughs> Always, yeah. Always a Hail Mary in these type of movies. So, what was the Hail Mary, Sean? This was a, uh, well, it was her kind of walking through the streets and observing this bus route that was being, that wasn't being serviced, correct? That was one part of it. But that was Oh well my bad. What were you talking what were you thinking about then? I was talking about when the uncle, you know, on the uncle randomly sees a gentleman. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. He he saves this gentleman, this young man who's about to be swindled when he wandered. You're right. You're right. right. Sorry. Right, yep. right. Oh good. Oh good. It was a lot. that was kinda like the setup for the for yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. It's a lot yeah, it was yeah. a lot going on that movie. It's all good. <laughs> I see what you mean by getting lost in the plot. I see what you mean now. It was a lot um, going on. But I like I said, I was I was thoroughly entertained. Um so the uncle who has saved the gentleman from being swindled earlier in the movie, you know, he randomly runs into this young gentleman again the one he actually saved and the guy was like hey you do you remember me you helped save me from that deal x y and z and he's like oh okay so they're talking and then the uncle tells him what his plans is like i'm going to this city to meet this gentleman so maybe you know he can we can merge and save the company and comes to find out that the man he's going to see uh is that man's father and he's like, well, my name is so-and-so, and my father and mm -hmm. I will introduce you, and we can, you know, we can all we can all make nice. And so it's like, oh, are you serious? You know, all of these other uh, elements. So they all travel to meet the father um, of, the, of the gentleman who was swindled, and, you know, kind of a serendipitous uh, uh, scenario that kind of worked out. Still didn't mean out the gate that it, the deal was going to go through, but now they had some sort of a lifeline to meet the father and talk about what the options are to possibly merge and X, Y, and Z. All right? Yeah. So that happens. During this time, the father is, you know, he's, he's getting better. You know what I'm saying? He's getting better, which allowed him to have a meeting. The original, the father of, uh, and the chief of Lionheart, excuse me, he's getting better, which allows him to have a meeting with the father who owns the other company that they were propositioning. And it kind of looks like, all right, all is going to be saved, all is going to go well. And then, of course, you know, we can kind of fast forward. Things do work out eventually. And Pascal and the other guy who was scheming from the very beginning, uh, Kalu, fa the father comes in right right at the right moment like, you know to kick everybody out the meet and be like this is my company and we got new shareholders and all of that good stuff right and then that's kind of it then the movie kind of ends on that note and you know the business mm -hmm. is saved and everything is pretty much you know back to normal and with a bright future ahead yeah 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 and then they um yeah they were able to pivot uh -huh. um so, well, I guess that's what I, where I want to ask you is, what do you think about their strategy? If you were in the movie world and this was your company and you were five $5 billion in debt or whatever it was in their money, uh -huh. um, what would your strategy be? Would it be a merger? Would it be I some was, sort of debt option like she was trying to do? Yeah, what, I, what would you do? I was, listen, I, there's a few things before we get to that. I've, I know it probably sounds like we gave the whole movie away, <laughs> but I'm telling y'all, there was so much going on in this movie. Even though we told, basically talked through the whole movie, there's still so many layers to this movie, right? Like, as far as what was going on. Now, in regards to what I would have done, I don't want to be super critical of, uh, like, from a business perspective, right? Because I'm like, 
it's not, you know, there's a lot of things they took a lot of liberties with, right? I will say this. For me, oh, you already know how I feel about debt in general. And then, yep, that's kind of why I asked you, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you, I'm re- really adverse to debt. But I do understand why you, why you need to take on debt in certain instances to grow your business, operating costs, you know, all of that good stuff. Sometimes you got to take on that loan to just get your operating costs to your vendors, your, your partners pay you back and keep payroll going. Obviously, we saw in the beginning of the movie, the laborers, they wasn't getting paid. You know, a loan could have helped facilitate that out the gate. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. That's a hard one. I think if I would have had to take that loan out for the sake of the business, so be it. What I would not have done is I wouldn't have kept it a secret from the family and from the other officers of the company. And I think, I don't even know if, this is why I say I don't want to be come at it from a, a business one-on-one perspective. I don't think you can, I know in the U.S. you might not be able, like that's, that would fall under some ethical violations, right? To like take out. Taking that take, big of a loan without well, yeah. advising your board and yeah, all that probably. Yeah. Yeah, that would that that sounds like that you know, but again, I don't know what the customs and the regulations is in Nigeria, so that's one thing. Um, so yeah, definitely would have been a bit more transparent on the financial state of the business. Um, look at the board; it was at least looked like they had twelve members of the board. I feel like I would have somebody on that board should have been able to help out. <laughs> like if we, I didn't have a board for nothing, like yeah, none of nobody can't help me out or help us figure out how to get out this financial mess. I feel like that was kind of a mis misstep there, you know? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what about you? What'd you have uh done? Oh well what I have done? Yeah. I don't know. That I have no I, I had no thoughts or plot. That's why I was talking. <laughs> I didn't gonna I didn't gonna get out of this. Like <laughs> Nah, that, I was, I was, I was doing the conversions while I was watching the movie. Like, how much Naira to you? Okay, so, so how much was it in American dollars? Yeah, it was I like. Well, I looked up the number that the musician said he was going to offer, and he has which was five hundred million. No, right? billion, billion. So that translates to have about six hundred thousand U.S. dollars. It, okay. I thought it was million, but it wasn't because at first when I put a million, it only equated to like six thousand and change over here. So I was like, I rewind it. He said billion, so that was like half. A little over half a million, six hundred thousand. Okay, so how much were they in debt for? Nine hundred billion. I think nine hundred billion. So that might have put oh, them at. Like I thought it was nine hundred and fifty. I remember it being like nine hundred and fifty million. I thought, but I must have misheard. I, I, yeah, I definitely heard. I heard billion from the artist when, when the musician okay. when he was offering it. So yeah, that's that was my proxy because, you know, um. So yeah, uh, I don't know. You know, like I said getting in debt of that nature and i also think the reasoning that that's also a thing right it seems like the loan and the debt was taken out in the anticipation of getting the business right uh and i know that and he mentioned how he had this standard of comfort and luxury he wanted to maintain with uh, with his customers also yeah that's a boy that's a tough one right there that's a tough one right there because you know as a consumer I know people expect things from the business as a customer, you know, this is what I expect. But at the same time, on the other side of the equation, like when you're crunching those numbers, it is a point of like, can we afford to keep this up at this quality, at this long for this standard? And at what cost? Like, what are the margins? What is the profit? Are we even making a profit? We're operating at a loss, you know, and for how long, right? So 
it seemed like the the father, the chief, was really, um, you know, leveraging the future of the company based on, you know, to to sustain for today, right? Yeah, I mean, without being uh, too messed up towards him, I feel like he wasn't the best businessman. He was a great leader, and you could tell everyone really like believed in his vision. But in terms of the actual, you know numbers and shit <laughs> yeah like nah, that. I, I, agree. I, nah I agree with you I'm nah we, we could we could be we could keep it honest it ain't even throw him under the bus I was like oh I, <laughs> yeah okay I was like yeah. nah I, this is not the man I would want to go into business with seriously and then since you got me started <laughs> you want to talk about going to business this definitely isn't a man that I would want to go into business with considering who he selected to take his place Really? So you don't think the uncle was a good balance to uh, his daughter? I thought that was a good. Uh, he, I thought he had good foresight in terms of like they would help each other. He said something like two heads are better than one. Or he, whatever. he did. It, wow, that's interesting. I yeah, I. You know what? Let me think. I will say this: what was good about the uncle is that he was willing to listen, and he knew what he didn't know. He didn't know he what well, he knew enough to know that hey this isn't really my lane I'm gonna try to do this over here. He didn't try to uh, you know stifle his niece from her ambitions and what she was trying to do. So they did work well together. I will say that. So maybe the father got something there. But I do think even if you was gonna introduce your brother to run it, just the way and the manner it was done, I just think that was like bad communication. Ali had no idea who's <laughs> like, coming. Yeah, no idea who's coming. I'm on the speakerphone. I'm not even in the meeting. I'm on the speakerphone telling my team who's about to take over. And my brother rolls through with his shades and his little fedora hat. I, I don't know. That just is not good, <laughs> good leadership things. You may have picked a nice balance, but I think you could have got ahead of that a bit sooner. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Well, okay, I, I'll give you that. I, and I will give it to the uncle that he didn't come in and be like, you know, no, you can't do anything, niece. You know, so I, I will give it that. Okay, you got it. All right. <laughs> Outside of that now, um, I thought it was interesting just in the overall, how you say, the the way the niece was working with like the drivers and listening to them in order to find like solutions for the business did you recall those scenes yeah he was kind of like writing it on the whiteboard just taking like she called the meeting of all the drivers and yeah it was kind of listening to all their perspectives right i thought that was very key and i thought that was insightful like you know just from a business uh, point of view you definitely don't want to be in a bubble when you're running your business, obviously you don't want a whole bunch of yes men. And at a certain point, you do have to filter out all the noise because if you don't, everybody will start complaining to you about everything, uh, every every issue and grievance. But in this scenario, when trying to figure out, you know, what's the best way to optimize the company, to optimize the bus route to make it more profitable and, and stuff like that, um, the thought that was uh, a good you know, perspective to show. And one that I actually agree with, you got to kind of listen to y- your people on the ground to help uh, with the solutions and to understand the problem at times, you know? Yeah, I, I think the movie, if it had any sort of message, that was it. It was kind of like listen to the the market, so to speak, because yeah. the two breakthroughs, the two turning points in the movie were, um, you know, when she walked through and she heard 
the customers complain about not being able to go to this particular city and i can't remember which city it was but mm -hmm. this one lady missed the express or missed the local right and it was only express that couldn't go to the city she wanted to so mm -hmm. you know that gave her the idea okay we need smaller buses right so we could do these more local routes and then what you just described with her talking to the drivers themselves and getting their feedback so the people on the ground mm -hmm. right you said so yeah yeah definitely um i i will say i i might I think this might also be like a cautionary tale of doing business with family. <laughs> I think they, I, honestly, I think they did pretty good for most family. I don't know. Maybe I got other, uh, maybe I got like Game of Thrones on the mind or something, but they, <laughs> I feel like they did pretty good for most family squabbles. Like it didn't get too heated. It like, didn't get too, were... it didn't get too heated, but oh, I'm just feeling, listen, at this point in the game, I think we've done enough case studies and we've seen enough movies and read enough books to know that mm -hmm. no matter the scenario, no matter whether it's family or not, the, the possibility of conflict is going to always be high right yeah um, i would say this was one of the more harmonious uh family stories i feel like we've discussed in yeah, a while so, you're right yeah. oh man maybe i'm just being too hard on these folks because like nah, <laughs> some things would be hard on though like you can't take out a loan like that without you can't take out a loan like that papa what's going on out here now you you chilling we saw the scenes the father was chilling on the bed Bro, he never was sweating the whole movie. He did not sweat once the whole movie. Now you got me. You know, I'm the daughter. I'm trying to figure this out now. And I got this dude trying to undermine me. Yeah, so maybe I'm just like cynical in the whole family dynamic and running a business. But I, I'll give it to you. They definitely, this movie definitely showed family business in a more harmonious light, like overall than other movies outside of the yeah. father doing the crazy loan. It was, yeah, I'll give you that. I will say, you know, I mean, I'm not. This movie wasn't like super predictable, but you could kind of tell the direction it was gonna go with the plot and the storylines and how. Well, they... you knew the company wasn't gonna go under. You knew right. they were gonna find a way and right. stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. but I I didn't know how they were gonna find a way at first, but you know, I I I did think, I did think that maybe there's a brother for the audience. There's a brother in the movie as well. He's not a major character, um, but he's in the movie. I thought his music endeavors was gonna probably get them out the situation. Oh, they never really went back to that guy, did they? They did towards the end. They yeah, did. There okay. was a few scenes early on when the sister was clowning him for his music career. Then there was something like at the dinner table they were cracking yeah, jokes I remember on at him the again. Table, they were asking him what he wants to do with his future. Yeah. And they were talking about marriage. And yeah. They, yeah, they took like a little detour into yeah. like the politics of marriage and right. stuff. But, and yeah. yeah, and then at the end he performed at like the ceremony or the celebration of the merge of the business. But early on, because he was, you know, a bit prominent, bit more prominent early on asking for like investments in his music career and his videos and stuff. Something I don't know. I thought like, oh, watch he come back tomorrow. He got a record deal. <laughs> yeah, like they were able to pay it off with his music advance or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. But I was like, you know, I was like, for like a Tyler Perry movie. That's I was what like, <laughs> I was like, don't tell me his Afro beats career is gonna pop off. And now this is why the whole business yeah, is like safe. a pilot for Davido's career. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, but nah, it it didn't. But uh. Yeah, I mean, I guess, and considering other family business shows, theme shows that we've seen, especially now, you know, especially with Succession, which everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people watch, um, we've seen all the cutthroat stuff that goes on, on in that family. So 
this is definitely way more harmonious and tame compared to that. Right. Yeah. Yep. There was tension. You could tell she was frustrated when Uncle was named, but yeah. they didn't try to sabotage each other. Right. Uh. Yeah. So. All right. I. You know what? You. You've. You've converted me. You. You. You've changed my mind. I. I. I will. I will take that type of family dynamics if it is a family business. However, sometimes a little loyal opposition is good, right? right That's what yeah. Say. Yeah. Little loyal opposition good. Still doesn't mean I'm trying to start a business tomorrow with any of my family members, but uh, you know, might be a bit more open now. Right, just no loans behind anybody's back. No loans, please. No loans. No, no backdoor deals that I don't know about. Um, I will say, uh, speaking of lines, you mentioned that there was a line that you had liked, right? Uh, uh, The one about soup. I don't again. I'm gonna butcher it, but yeah, the one about soup was interesting. I thought there was there was a line. It was kind of like a it was an insult, but oh, I had to write it down. I really enjoyed it when uh when the chief came back to the office right at the oh, meeting. Oh, and he was talking about that uh the mean mugging engineer guy. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, you know that he he said he he was like, yo, you need to go. He uh so the chief, the father, he kicked. Uh, first of all, Pascal was in the meeting in the chief's chair. The disrespect. Oh my god. Yeah, Why are you in my chair in the boardroom? And then we see uh, Kalu, uh, the, the head of engineer at um, of Lionheart, who was uh, who was in cahoots with uh, Pascal. And the chief said to um, Kalu, he said, "Your continued stay is an extension of your relevance." And I was like, "Ooh, uh, that's an insult." Right? I don't know the way he said it. His dialect, all of that. I, I had to rewind that. I was like, "Oh wow, what a way to tell somebody to leave, yo!" <laughs> like. I hope I'm never in those type of meetings where I have to use that, but I might have to commit that. To commit <laughs> you that, have it ready. I have to commit that to memory. Like, yo, continue stay as an extension of your relevance, you know, irrelevance. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, I, I'll leave it at that. But overall, definitely enjoyed the movie, you know, and it's a, it was an easy watch for me at least. Yeah, it was definitely easy watch. It was under, you know, it was like 90 minutes or a little bit under maybe. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, um, so I guess unless you had any other topics like about the movie you want to discuss, where do you where do you give it? Or letter grade is what we've been doing. Oh so. yeah, we haven't. I'm gonna give it. I'll give it a B. You know, I mean, for me, I don't know what would have made it an A, but I feel like an A. I I would say the reason why I probably wouldn't give it an A is just probably because of the there's probably some cultural nuances that I'm not aware of or and I can't really speak to to be like this is a a Nigerian movie you know what I'm saying um but for me it's a I'll say it's a strong B yeah I'm in that same family like B B minus yeah okay. I, 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 and all the same reasons yeah yep. yeah I enjoyed it uh it was a good solid story like even if you're not like a business person and like I don't like business it this didn't come off as purely a business movie it came off as a movie a drama and comedy movie that centered around a family business and you know the the, the challenges that they're having right now with it. So yeah, I'll give it a strong B. Enjoyed it yeah. a lot. Yeah, for sure. It was definitely accessible if you're not whether you were business to business or not. Exactly, sure. exactly. Like you don't have to be a business focused person to enjoy the movie. So yeah. Uh any other takeaways you want to speak on before we close it out? Nah man, I think we covered it. Um I'm surprised we actually we had so much to say about the movie because it's like I said, it's not that long. It's so, not a long um, shoot. This episode might this be longer than the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn! Oh yeah. damn! All right, so I think that means we gotta cut it. We, we're done here. All right, so All right. everybody, you know, you want to see a movie, nice little family movie. It's based around business as well, whether you into it or not, in, into business or not. 
definitely check out Lionheart. And and they got jokes in the movie as well. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's a wrap on this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed our discussion and thoughts around this movie, and hopefully provided you with some value as you navigate through your business journey in life. As always, if you have a question you would like us to answer on this show, shoot us a message on any of our social media channels. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share on Spotify and iTunes. See you again soon. In the meantime, keep grinding. The Business Grind is for entertainment purposes. Opinions expressed are those solely of the host and guests. Please consult with a professional and exercise discretion before engaging in any business endeavors. I'm out here on the grind. I'm out here on the grind.